I'm here with Matt Scratchman, who's uh, one of the Edinburgh in the Shadows performers, and we've just heard the show and some really gory stories. So I just wanted to ask you really about what you think makes a really good story for us as the audience. Right, we want to, to give stories which are first and foremost true, which can be historically backed up. Um, the beauty of Edinburgh's history is it's so rich and so diverse that you don't really have to be going off into strange angles or anything. You can find the real truth and do a story which is dramatic, which has people in it that uh, modern day people can identify with. We tell a lot of stories, you know, like a doctor who was uh, also a drug addict, uh, all these kind of things. <laughs> they're, they're, they're funny in a bad taste kind of way. But they're also dramatic and hopefully that they move people. Exactly, we get this feeling of empathy for some, mm-hmm. of, the, some of the characters. And you kicked off with the, that awful statistic about how many people in Edinburgh were executed for witchcraft. Well, that's right. When you also say that 4,000 people were executed for witchcraft, but during that time, uh, the population of Scotland was only around the million mark. Mm-hmm. So that per head, per capita, it was... Well, it was ludicrous. It was disgusting that, you know, so many... I mean, well... Let's assume that witchcraft doesn't actually exist, but even if it did, most of the people who were uh, executed for it had not committed any crime at all. They were either the the victim of somebody plotting against them, a neighbourhood brawl, someone who was unpopular. Uh, there were a certain amount of women who were executed because they were actually healers and midwives, and the growing medical profession, which was male-dominated in Edinburgh, did not want these people as competition. So it was quite quick to make an accusation of witchcraft and get rid of the woman who was good with herbs and all the rest so that the doctor could move in on her practice. Wow. And <laughs> there was also a, a strand, wasn't there, about um, people who were probably suffering from mental health That's exactly issues. it. Um, there was a lady who was uh, executed for witchcraft and she was senile. She was someone that the family no longer wanted and they basically got rid of her by saying that she was um, a witch. And uh, she was so senile that it was a freezing day and she stood warming herself by the fire where they were going to burn her, mm. which was just... She didn't. She had no clue what was happening to no, her. No, no. I mean, in Scotland, we were... <laughs> you could call it that. We were humane in that, in most cases, that uh, when people were executed for witchcraft, they were strangled first before they were burnt. They weren't burnt alive. Mm. In other countries, they used to burn them alive just because it made more entertainment for the crowds. You did make that point, didn't you, that there wasn't a huge amount of, uh, as you might say, public uh, entertainment going on in those days. No, well, I mean, public (laughs) entertainment was vicious. Yeah. It terribly was that Mm. people didn't, uh, how should I put it, didn't have much empathy for the sufferings of their Mm. their fellow persons. Mm. And yet, as time goes on, the things that we um, laugh at, as it were, do change, don't Mm -hmm. they? The things that we do find entertaining. Yeah. Well, I mean, we use... We use a certain amount of black comedy, a certain amount of gallows humour when we tell the show. Sometimes because the, the stories are so ridiculous that they're funny despite them being tragic. Mm. And you also bring up some wonderful mysteries yeah. um, about uh, people like George Michael Kemp. The, um... Yeah, well, George Michael Kemp um, was a terrible unfortunate. Mm. Uh, he, he basically battled his whole life to try and establish himself. And when he finally did get the the recognition that he deserved and well 
as you've seen the show, we won't give it away to people listening. Sure, good, good um, idea. But, um, you know, we reckon that he was in fact murdered, that he didn't have a tragic accident, he was in fact got out of the way because he was in somebody's way. And again, people tried to use the excuse that he was a melancholic. That's right, they yes, they, they picked on his mental health. Uh, George didn't help by saying publicly things like, oh, God was drawing designs in the sky for him. <laughs> no, you know, George, keep it down. <laughs> yes. So there were different times in, in many yeah. ways. But the same in others. If you follow the money, as they say in the best crime stories, um, you will always find the motive. And then you find where the power really That's lies. That's right, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, brilliant. Uh, really good luck with the rest of the run. When can people come and see you again? Uh, we're on at six o'clock every night till the end of the Fringe, which is Saturday the 27th. And then we will, if you live in Edinburgh, we will be at various other venues. We're at the History Festival in November. Uh, we're at the Glasgow Horror Festival and the Edinburgh Horror Festival, I believe. 